0: You may know them from their hit singles, Make You Mine and She's With Me, or maybe their current single that you're hearing right now on K103 grew up on that. They are High Valley and we've got one half of the duo hanging out with us tonight in brad brimple brad thanks so much for coming on with us
1: absolutely man thanks for having me
0: brad is one half the other half of the duo is his brother curtis as someone with three brothers myself i can see how that would get interesting what's it like being a part of a a duo with your brother
1: yeah it's awesome you know my my family's real tight there's six kids in, in our family and um We're a Mennonite family, so we're actually small for a Mennonite family. Most of them have like 10 or 12 or who knows how many kids. So we grew up just singing a lot of harmony all the time. And when the band started, it was was another brother of mine and myself in the band. So it's always been a family thing, and and I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: And you guys grew up in uh, northern Alberta, is that right? Yeah. A little town called LaCrete. You can Google it. It's, uh,
1: if you, if you like ice road truckers, then you'll like our town because oh. <laughs> uh, you need to, you literally drive on a frozen river to, to get to our town. It's, it's kind of crazy.
0: That is awesome. Just, uh, looking at the music video for grew up on that, which I'm assuming is, is family footage, right? Some of that's old family footage.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Curtis ramping the old 79 Ford in, <laughs> on the back 40 at home. And, uh, and then we kind of pan to to modern day where I have some land out here in Tennessee, and we're ripping around on those razors and and side by sides, and, and uh, yeah, it's always a good time to to get outside, especially now. That's that's been our saving grace, just being able to get out there.
0: Well, I was just gonna say, it looked like a really awesome place to grow up.
1: Yeah, it's it's a good spot. Uh, you know, where where we're from was a great place to grow up, and now. Um, the land you see in that video that's kind of where i'm taking my kids all the time and school shut down you know half the time work from home all that kind of stuff so we get out there and go fishing or or ride four-wheelers or we just built a cottage out there so we're gonna start writing songs out there and recording out there too
0: very cool so you know what kind of influences do you guys have growing up in in northern canada is there or northern alberta i should say is there a is there a big country music influence up that way?
1: Yeah, country. I would say ninety-nine point nine percent of all the music in, in Canada is is country. There's, uh, you know, your little pockets of like Montreal and Vancouver and Toronto where, where there might be more of an urban scene, but the rest of the rest of it is just like a bunch of wheat fields strung together. You know, so a lot of country music. But we grew up kind of an anomaly because of uh, our whole culture. So. We never had radio or, or TV up there, um, so all we had was records, and um, just grew up on Ricky Skaggs. Pretty much, that's all we had it was Ricky Skaggs, Little Buck Owens on a record, and um, and the Everly Brothers. Those are kind of the three records that I that I had growing up.
0: Yeah, I should have known. You mentioned Ricky Skaggs on vinyl in the song, and and, and plus yeah. he he performed with you on on Make You didn't he?
1: Yeah, it was originally a duet, and um, yeah, if you check it out on YouTube the uh the music video that's ricky skaggs singing the entire second verse of make you mine and um we went to radio down here um our record label decided to to not keep ricky's voice in the second verse which was too bad for us but um either way it was great that we got to have you know our, our first gold record be a be a duet with skaggs that was unbelievable the first time we played the opry he was the guy that introduced us to the crowd, and our, our mom and dad were there to see that firsthand, and, and our sisters were there. Skaggs has been, you know, a massive, massive role model for us.
0: Man, you grow up listening to them on vinyl, then you get to record a song with him. I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. Do you have a favorite Ricky Skaggs song?
1: Oh, uh, man, I've, I love so many. I love Heartbroke. I love Highway 40 Blues. Uh, Honey, Won't You Open That Door, I guess, is probably the most <laughs> iconic one for me as a just – um and don't cheat in our hometown um man I, I don't know no i don't have a favorite i just
0: love them all no <laughs> well, you came up with a pretty good list so as far as you guys go the success on Canadian radio came a little bit sooner than success uh, on radio here in the US is it different trying to get your song on the on the radio in Canada than it is here uh in the United States i'm not really familiar how with how it works up there what what's the big difference
1: I'd say the big difference is just the population. Um, the the concept is exactly the same. You know, um, down here you all have, you know, ten, twelve times the, the population, maybe almost fifteen, right? So um, there's more stations, more big cities, all that kind of thing. But but no, the concept's the same. If you uh, if a station plays you in a city, uh, kind of makes you famous in that town. You can you can tour out there and build a fan base, and and it's an amazing gift that we're very thankful for it doesn't matter if it's in canada or the u.s or you know australia as it and and the uk are starting to have some decent amount of country fans and and um, anywhere we can go and have our music played and have people sing back to us that's that's the dream right there
0: well and now that you have big hits in the u.s you can officially be called international country music stars that's got a pretty good ring to it right
1: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) you know you know, back in the day, randomly, before we ever got on the radio, we um, a radio station in Belize, Central America, hired us oh. to promote the station. And we used to spend, like every year, we'd spend two or three weeks in Belize, touring around, promoting this ra- radio station called Destiny FM. And <laughs> so I guess you could say we were international uh, stars in in belize back in the day. And, and if you want to talk about a small population that that's a tiny
0: population oh that's really cool you know i was kind of wondering is there uh is there an equivalent to nashville in canada like is there a place you go in canada if you want to become a musician kind of like nashville here in in the u.s
1: no there isn't and honestly i don't know that there in any other country on the planet i mean I've, I've we've toured in in quite a few different countries and Never once have I been told, hey, this is the city you need to be in you know, for this genre of music. There's Obviously, you're always going to have your big cities where, where the most action is at in, in entertainment, but um, Nashville's such a beautiful, beautiful situation. I mean, growing up, everybody that loves country music hears about it. They hear about the Opry. You know, I started coming here about 21 years ago, I guess, and fell in love with it and And moved here a long time ago and just it doesn't get old it's there's still something very very special knowing that you're writing a song today and so are a thousand other people trying to trying to get on the same record it's it's kind of (laughs) there's a lot of competition and it's it's just such a magical place
0: for sure and uh i guess so you started a family there and you call it home now
1: yeah my my kid's been born and raised here and um Uh, They play a lot of football, baseball, and basketball, and that's, you know, every once in a while, if I have a first spare minute, I go be a country singer. But uh, (laughs) pretty much my primary job is sports dad, just like a taxi driver.
0: You know, when when bands get together and they've been together for a long time, and you can probably say the same thing with duos, I think after a while, they start wearing on each other. Maybe you get tired of each other a little bit, and, and we've seen some of the best bands and even duos break up because of it. But when it's with your brother, that's a that's a whole different dynamic, isn't it? Because you've been together forever.
1: Yeah, exactly. You can you can never break up family and we've always been all about, you know, faith, family and country music is kind of our mantra. And you know, my my mom and sisters, they've recorded as the Remple Family kind of that kind of bluegrass gospel stuff and our family recorded our first album in 1988. And so I've been since I was four years old, I've been I've been recording with my family, and it's just my favorite thing to do.
0: So we've kind of gotten to know your personality a little bit throughout the course of this interview. How about how about your brother uh, Curtis? What's he like? Is he exactly like you? Is he complete opposite? Somewhere in the middle?
1: I'd say we're pretty opposite. He's um he's the youngest of the family. He's the baby of the family. So I'm kind of more like um, businessy, and and I, I love to have a good time, but I'm I'm pretty hardcore. Whereas Curtis is like really carefree and and way more fun i mean if you're just going to hang out with one of us definitely hang out with curtis (laughs) he's he's a lot of fun but but he's super talented he's got you can check out his like curtis remple handcrafted stuff on instagram he's got he builds tables and chairs and he does leather work he just made like um one of our friends in the industry sent him his baseball glove from his childhood and curtis turned it into a wallet Wow. Which is pretty cool. So so he's really talented and he loves he doesn't write songs his artistic outlet aside from performing is is a little more in the uh woodworking and and leatherworking and and that kind of stuff.
0: So was it that musical family that you had growing up is that what inspired you to kind of go down this path and do what you do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I was all into sports until I turned 12 years old and uh, I still love sports probably just as much or or more and I love music, but, uh, at 12 is when we started this band and I guess I never looked back, never really had a plan B. I I sold trucks for six years while, while being in the band. So I guess that'd be my plan B, but yeah, just music was all around and I loved it so much. And while other kids were hanging out, doing whatever teenagers are supposed to do, I was at home writing songs in the basement and trying to learn new chords on the guitar and And that's just, I mean, part of it is how we grew up. We didn't really have any entertainment, so you had to make your own. And I guess I just always wanted to make my own songs and and music. And even as a kid, I I pretended I had a radio. I wanted to be you. That was my goal. (laughs) I had a little cassette recorder, and I would do a radio show. I'd do the news whether whether the sports interview people you know i'd have multiple personalities and interview myself <laughs> um, you just kind of got to get creative when uh, you don't have a tv or anything like
0: that that's really cool so the u.s was kind of introduced to you guys and uh, i think it was like 2016 when make you mind was released in the u.s but i want to go back a yeah. little bit before that um how, how did you get your start on canadian country radio especially since there's no you know nashville
1: yeah there's um there's a guy named Paul Brandt who had uh, some big hits here in the U.S. in the early 90s. Uh, My Heart Has a History, and um, uh, I, I do. And anyway, he's a, he was a role model for us. We heard about him. He's a huge celebrity in Canada. And um, he kind of, not kind of, he completely took us under his wing and allowed us to perform at the Country Music Awards up in Canada on the tv show and uh, we were his guests and nobody had ever heard of us and bang there we were on the uh, country music awards and we got a record deal um uh, a few weeks later and started touring and touring with bands like emerson drive or carolyn don johnson people like that um and um that led to um you know, one thing led to another, and we got a record deal with Warner in 2015.
0: And then so Make You Mind comes out uh, either, I guess, late that year or, or the next year and, you know, ends up being a, a very solid U.S. debut for you. Um, we, we talked about Ricky Skaggs on, on the previous version. This one is just you guys. But uh, w- what did that song mean to you to kind of introduce you to a, a whole brand new audience?
1: Oh, it was so amazing. I mean, yeah, it was it was leap day of 2016 is when we released that song and oh. and a few days later we were on the chart it all happened so fast and and it stayed on you know on the chart for like a year and we toured i want to say we we're in 150 different u.s cities that year and then we went to europe and australia and uh, canada so we we did a lot of touring that year and it was our first ever gold record and um, it was just crazy. It was our, you know, first time getting to be on the Today Show, or all these, all these different big time TV shows. And we had people flying to our house to like interview our wives and find <laughs> out <laughs> behind the scenes stuff. And it was, it was crazy. It was so cool. It was like what we had experienced already, just you know, kind of ten times as intense. And and because the song was, it had already been a big hit for us in Canada, and it was kind of our. We always told people if you want to find out who High Valley is, Make You Mine is the bullseye. Everything else is like maybe a little more country, a little more bluegrass, a little more pop than Make You Mine, but Make You Mine is the bullseye. That's kind of the, that, that summarizes our sound.
0: And for, for U.S. audiences, the, the next one that, uh, that we knew that hit big was uh, She's With Me, which climbed even higher on the charts and, and did even better for you.
1: Yeah, She's With Me, um, you know, it's so repetitious, it gets stuck in people's heads, but more importantly than that, as fun as that song is, when I wrote that song, it was it was really, like, heartfelt, and I think a lot of people probably don't really pay that much attention to the verse lyrics because you're too busy saying, ain't she amazing, amazing, but <laughs> um, the song's about how my wife raised... Um, our our son is 12 now. She potty trained him, raised him, breastfed him in a sprinter van doing laps around North America when when he was a year old. I mean, my son was literally born and raised in this sprinter van, you know, and we were staying in people's basements for night, playing in small churches. I mean, we were doing anything you can think of to to stay alive and... Uh, the song says when my dream was running out of road anyone else would up and leave but she's with me and and that's that's the point of the song so it was really special for me to to have that tribute to her um be our be our biggest hit so far
0: you know a lot of people can relate to songs like that Uh, i can you know anybody who's been with somebody for that long and has experienced that loyalty i mean that that's something special
1: yeah it really is and you know, everybody sees the pictures on the red carpet or, oh, you guys are at the ACMs. That's so cool. And all, all that stuff. And I mean, it's very special to get to share that with my wife. But I remember taking her to, you know, Niagara Falls and staying in a hotel room that was 45 bucks a night because mm. that's all <laughs> we could afford, you know. So, and you can imagine roughly how horrible that hotel was.
0: <laughs> For 45 bucks a night, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've stayed in a few myself. Now for "Grew Up on That" for me, it's it's my favorite song you've done so far. I love everything about "Grew Up on That." It, it's your so, current single you. right now. We've been we've been playing the heck out of it. T- tell us a little bit more about that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned earlier, it's kind of really autobiographical when you start start talking about King James on the Bible, Ricky Skaggs on the vinyl, and and I just I guess there was a point after "Making Mine and She's with Me." We'd been doing so many interviews just so many um, questions about, man, you guys grew up really isolated. You didn't have radio. You didn't have TV. You didn't have this. You didn't know Michael Jackson. And and we kind of got sick of talking about what we didn't have. And I really wanted to have a song that talked about what we did have. So grew up on that just celebrates everything that we grew up on. And uh, I remember it being in the writer's room and, and having that hook with the writers and, thinking, man, I've never heard that before. I've I've heard everybody say, Man, I grew up on this. I grew up on Cornflakes. I grew up on the Andy Griffith Show. I grew up on, you know, and I wanted to write about what I grew up on. And um it's it's been a really special song and it's it's been um you know from downloads and streaming and all that it's just been crazy to see how fast that thing's taken off and, and it's um thank you guys for playing it because we love it.
0: If you grew up on Ricky Skaggs and King James, what else did you need? I mean. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that over to Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it's a really good song, and we're going to keep playing it. But do you have another one ready to come out of the shoot? Or are you going to have another single out soon?
1: Um, we're in talks right now. Um, it's, it's confusing because I always have to, you know, not this year, but most years I have to check my GPS when I wake up and see which Which country I'm in, and that tells me which song we're working on. But um, right now there's a song called River's Still Running that I think is perfect for the times we're living in. And uh, the point of the song is, you know, it's all right, ain't worried about nothing. Sun came up and the river's still running. So um, it's just a really positive song about what what really matters and being thankful for, for what we do have right now. And I'd love to see that be the next single. Um, it is currently a, a hit in Canada. That's usually a good sign, but um, you never know.
0: Well, that's what I was going to ask next. If you had a song that uh, was a pretty big hit in Canada or maybe one of your favorite songs that hasn't been released in the U.S. yet, if you had to pick one, w- what would you say it is?
1: Yeah, I'd say our biggest song we've ever had um, anywhere is a song called I Be You B. And that's one of my biggest regrets is not, um, not having that ever released in, in the US. I think, I think it, um, it was like make you mind 2.0, but maybe a little more um, easy to, to latch onto and, um, live it's just kind of been our biggest song. And, and, um, so yeah, check that one out. Um, I love the video for that one as well. And, uh, that's that's probably our biggest song we've ever had
0: you know while have you also wanted to mention that we added your go tell it on the mountain christmas cover and i thought you guys did an awesome job on that too
1: oh thank you yeah that was we called up some of our bluegrass buddies just some of the best pickers in town and that's the rendition of that uh, the way we um did that song is exactly how our family always sings it how we how we grew up singing it at christmas and and um, so we didn't try and be too fancy. We just said, let's do this exactly the way we've always done it. And um, thankfully, people really liked it. And there's something about hearing banjos and mandolins and fiddles that to me just sounds like Christmas. Maybe I'm the only one, but, yeah. but for me, it sounds like Christmas.
0: I agree. And that's what I love about your music in general. You, you really can tell the the bluegrass influence that you have, and it really shines through mixed with some you know contemporary stuff as well. It's a really awesome sound you guys have.
1: No, thanks so much. Thank you.
0: Tonight's guest is Brad Rimple, one half of High Valley on an Best Country K103. And Brad, I guess my last thing for you is uh, with quarantine happening, you're not getting to do much. Do you have plans to get back out on the road soon?
1: Yeah, I mean, we definitely have plans. If I showed you our calendar, it's full of dates. It's full of upcoming shows. So um, I'm not holding my breath just because, you know, there's so many laws and, and, and rules and regulations that, seem to have, um, you know, changed, changed our schedule a few times over the last year, which is fine. We're just, we'll just, uh, be patient and, and see what happens, but we're thankful for all the times we have been able to get out there. We can't wait to do it again. And, and right now I've just been doing every Sunday, I've been doing a little songwriter series from my kitchen and, um, just letting people hear different songs that I've been part of as a writer. And, and that's been a good little creative outlet for me just, uh, you know, every every Sunday I know that I'm going to sit down there and record something for the fans online. And, and it's been really fun to share with people some songs that, you know, maybe they didn't know that I had anything to do with or, or maybe they did. But, but either way, it's just... And it's forced me to remember how to sing these songs. Some of them I wrote, you know, 10 years ago and I got to remember... <laughs> remember
0: how they go you can find them at highvalleymusic.com their uh, music is available wherever you download music and uh, you're on social media platforms as well right brad
1: absolutely we're on instagram facebook twitter all that stuff i haven't gone on tiktok i think i'm uh not quite cool enough uh, for tiktok
0: <laughs> but you're behind the times i guess <laughs> yeah must be <laughs> uh, i'm not on it either Brad Ripple with High Valley. Hey, thank you so much for spending some time with us this evening. I really do appreciate it. Tell Curtis and the family we said hello.
1: All right, man. I appreciate you, and uh, anytime. Glad to be here.